Hey guys, welcome back to the Boxing Daily Podcast Live Stories with your host, Pam. On today's episode on Boxing Daily Podcast, we have Scott Quigg. Scott Quigg was born on 9th of October 1988. He is a British former professional boxer who competed from 2007 to March 2020. He held the WBA regular Super Bantamweight title from 2013 to 2016 and the British Super Bantamweight title from 2011 to 2012. Early life. Quigg started his fight career as a practicing Muay Thai boxing at GFC Muay Thai in Bury. After receiving a lot of attention and being tipped as a future champion in the sport, Quigg had one adult fight at professional rules in Muay Thai, scoring a win before taking the decision to change disciplines and focus his talents towards amateur boxing. Early pro career. Quigg's professional debut came at the age of 18 on 21st of April 2007 with a victory over Gary Shield at the Jarvis Hotel in Manchester. Throughout the rest of the year he won on four more occasions giving him a record of 5-0 at the end of 2007. Quigg fought six more times in 2008, winning on each occasion. A run that included a victory over Ghana's tough journeyman, Somalia Badu, in just the first round of a four-round contest. Watching the contest, Boxing News reporter Danny Flexen claimed that after watching over 50 live shows, he had never seen a more complete prospect with less than 10 fights under his belt. Quigg remained unbeaten with a further five victories on Hatton Promotions Bills in 2009. In his last fight of the year on 27th of November, Quigg met and stopped the former Ukrainian national champion and former European title challenger Yuri Voronin in the sixth round of an eight-round fight at the Robin Park Centre in Wigan. In 2010, Quigg defeated journeyman Nikita Lukin in Stoke on 19th of February and then went on to meet Andre Costin in his hometown of Bury on 29th of May. The victory over Costin was particularly notable in that it was the first time a professional contest had been held in the town since the local council banned the sport 13 years previously, lifting the ban only so that Quigg could compete in his hometown. Quigg's homecoming didn't last too long as he triumphed with a stoppage over his Russian opponent in just one round and in front of 1,200 fans, saying after the fight that this was one of the best days of my life. Quigg fought a British title eliminator against Tough Scotsman Gavin Reed in his next fight on 16th of July 2010. The fight at the Bolton Arena resulted in its ninth round stoppage win for Quick against 
a man who had previously gone the distance in a challenge for the Scottish national title. On 25th of September 2010, Quigg returned to Castle Leisure Centre in Bury to compete for the WBA Intercontinental title against Argentinian boxer Santiago Alion, stopping him in the third round. He defended his title on 26 November 2010 at the Reebok Stadium in Bolton on the undercard of Matthew Hatton's European title defence against Roberto Belch. His opponent, the experienced Frenchman Daniel Codjo Sassou, had won the IBF International title in his last five fight against Arsene Martirosian. Quigg managed to put Sassou down in the seventh round before running out a unanimous points winner over 12 rounds. Furthermore, Quigg defeated Venezuela's Franklin Varela via seventh round stoppage in his second defence on 23rd of July 2011 and was ranked fourth in the WBA rankings. On 22nd of October 2011, Quigg defeated Jason Booth. 36 and 7, 15 KOs to win the British Super Bantamweight title at the Castle, Castle Leisure Centre in Bury. After one sided contest, Booth retired at the end of the seventh round. On 4th of February 2012, Quigg made the first defence of his title, beating the rugged veteran Jamie Arthur in an eighth round stoppage despite being put on the canvas in the fourth. Quigg vs Monroe 1 and 2 On 16th of June 2012, at the Velodrome in Manchester, Quigg faced rival English super bantamweight Rendell Monroe, 24 and 2 and 10 KOs at the time, for the interim WBA super bantamweight title. Monroe was badly caught over the right eye from an accidental head clash in the third round. With the fight having to be stopped, he went to scorecards, resulting in a technical draw with neither man getting a win or a loss on their record, bringing a very big domestic clash to an extremely anticlimactic ending. The rematch of the highly weighted showdown against Rendell Monroe was made for the undercard of Ricky Hatton's comeback fight at Manchester Arena on the 24th November. The fight took place at a venue which had sold out within six hours of tickets being released. Monroe came out strong in the first, winning it clearly with fast punches and a higher work rate. After the first, however, Quig upped it and was landing hard to the body with body rights and left round after round. By the sixth, Monroe was surely feeling it and it showed as he went down twice. The second time the fight was stopped with no complaints from Monroe. After this fight, Quigg was promoted to WBA regular champion. Procrea It was announced on 17th of July that Quigg would fight undefeated Cuban Yoandris Salinas, who's 20-0 with one draw and 13 KOs for the WBA World Super Bantamweight title 
The fight took place at the O2 Arena in London on 5th of October 2013. Salinas started strongly, however, Quigg stepped up his tempo midway through the bow and took control, giving Salinas a torrid finish to the fight. The fight went the full 12 rounds as the scorecards declared it a majority draw. Two of the judges had it, 114 to 114, and the other awarded it to Quick, 115 to 113. Quick told Sky Sports that he felt he won the fight by at least two rounds. On 7th of November, it was announced that Quick would defend his title against WBO fringe contender Diego Silva. On 23rd of November, on the undercard of Carl Froch versus George Groves at the Phones for You Arena in Manchester, UK. Quick told Sky Sports, he, referring to Silva, is a big threat. He is a totally different style to Yandris Salinas. He is very unorthodox, which means you can't read him. He doesn't know what he is going to do next. Many believe this was a downgrade opponent for Quick. On fight night, Quick swiftly defended his WBA title against Silva with a second round knockout. Quick floored Silva with a thumping right uppercut and sealed it with a right hook. He needed only 1 minute and 41 seconds of the second round to complete the victory and extend his unbeaten professional record to 27 wins, 29 bouts with his 20th knockout. Quigg made his 5th title defence against Hidanori Otake at the Soda Echo Arena in Liverpool on the undercard of Cleverly v. Betty 2. 22nd of November 2014, live on Sky Sports box office. Otake was looking to make history, bidding to become the first Japanese boxer to win a world title in the UK. This would only be the second time in boxing history that a Japanese boxer has come to England to challenge for the world title. The first was Mitsunori Seki, who was stopped in nine rounds by Howard Winstone in 1968 for the vacant WBC crown. Despite sustaining a large cut to the right eyebrow, Otaki was able to take the bout to the full 12 rounds. The f- judges scored it 119 to 109, 119 to 109, and 118 to 110, all in favour of Quigg. It was announced that Quigg would be making a sixth title defence of his WBA world title while taking on experienced Spaniard Kiko Martinez. On 18th of July at the Manchester Arena, Martinez had recently lost the IBF crown to Frampton last September. Quigg struggled in the first round but floored Martinez in the second with a fierce uppercut and followed up with a further barrage until referee Terry O'Connor intervened, retaining his will title in the process. Scott Quigg versus Carl Frampton, unification for five years in the making. Quigg and Carl Frampton, who was 21 and all and 14 KOs at the time, finally faced off on 27th of February 2016 at the Manchester Arena in a super bantamweight title unification match. Quigg's WBA world title was on the line, as well as Frampton's IBF world title. 
It was officially confirmed in November 2015. The fight went full 12 rounds in front of 20,000 fans as Quigg suffered his first professional loss via split decision. Frampton was in full control of the first half of the fight during which Quigg simply could not find his range. Quigg finally came alive in the last half as the contest turned into a desperate tussle but Frampton gave as good as he got. Levi Martinez scored it 115 to 113 for Quick, while Carlos Sucre and Dave Paris scored it 116 to 112 in Frampton's favour. This was Quick's first defeat in 34 professional fights. Stretching back to 2007, although there was no rematch clause in the contract, there was a verbal agreement that they would do it all again in Belfast if the first fight warranted it. After the fight, Frampton claimed Quigg has little chance of a rematch because the fight was boring and Quigg was so negative in dropping a split decision. Instead, stating that he would like to move up to February and challenge Leo Santa Cruz in, a, in the US. A month later, Frampton was stripped of the WBA Super Bantamweight title after failing to negotiate a first defence against Guillermo Rigondeaux. Quigg had to undergo surgery after sur- suffering a broken jaw during the fight. Featherweight. After recovering from the jaw injury he sustained against Frampton, Quigg announced, like Frampton, he would be moving up to the featherweight division, where he would also pursue a rematch at some point in the future. His trainer, Joe Gallagher, confirmed Quigg would return to the ring on 10th of December 2016 on the undercard of Anthony Joshua versus Eric Molina. Although an opponent was yet to be announced, Quigg said he wanted to fight the big names of the division. On 24th of November 2016, Mexican boxer Jose Cayetano was confirmed as Quigg's opponent at the Manchester Arena on 10th of December. The fight would also be for the WBA International featherweight title. Cayetano made way at second attempt. Quigg stopped Cayetano in the ninth round in his debut at featherweight, dropping Cayetano with a right hand to the head in the ninth. Terry O'Connor stopped the fight immediately as Cayetano was too hurt to get up and resume fighting. The official time of the stoppage was at 1.23 of round 9. On 20 February 2017, Quigg announced that he had parted ways with longtime trainer Joel Gallica. He confirmed he would be travelling to the United States to train with Hall of Fame Ma Freddie Roach at the World Card Gym in Los Angeles. He said, I have moved up to featherweight with the goal of becoming a two-weight world champion. I need a fresh challenge to help me grow, Quigg said. Quigg had been training with Gallagher for six years. Quigg against 35-year-old Romanian boxer Viral Simeon, who was 21 and 1 with 9 KOs at the time, was the first bout added to the undercard of the mega fight between Klitschko versus Joshua at the Wembley Stadium in London on 29th of April 2017. The fight would be 
a final eliminator for their world title. At the time of the fight, Quigg was ranked number 6 by the IBF. Quigg became a step closer to fighting for the IBF featherweight title when he was taking the distance but won by comfortable margins. Two judges scored the fight 117 to 111 and 117 to 111 whilst the third judge was scored it closer 115 to 113 all in favour of Quigg. Quigg admitted the fight was tough it was hard work, but I was in control at all times. First fight with Freddie, and I'm happy. Freddie Roach claimed that Quigg's work harder than Pacquiao, stated his work ethic is great, and we've seen a lot of really good changes already in the gym. Quigg also said that he felt like a different fighter. Sky Sports revealed on 25th of September. 2017, Matroom Sport would be holding a card at the Casino E Monte Carlo Sal Medicin in Monte Carlo in Monaco on 4th of November. Eddie Hearn confirmed Quigg would fight on the undercard in a WBA World Title Eliminator against 36-year-old Ukrainian contender Oleg Yefimovich. Yefimovich was coming into the fight on a 12 fight win streak stretching back to 2011. Freddie Roach did not work in Quigg's corner for the fight as Roach made a commitment to work in the corner of UFC star George St. Pierre who fought and defeated Michael Bisming on UFC 217 which took place in New York. Quigg won the fight via stoppage in round 6 in what was a one-sided beat down. Quigg proved to be too much for Yemefimovic and landed power shots to the head. During some exchanges, Yefimovic did well to counter some shots. However, Quigg remained in control. In round 6, Yefimovic was taking too much punishment, appearing hurt. Referee Luis Pabon called the fight off. The official time of stoppage was 50 seconds into the round. Quigg admitted he was a bit reckless in the opening round and said, You cannot do that at a higher level. When I started relaxing, I felt miles better. Round 4 onwards. I don't think he wanted to know. After the fight, the WBA announced Quigg as the obligatory challenger. Valdez vs Quigg on 3rd of January 2018, ESPN first reported that a deal was close to being reached for Oscar Valdez, who was 23-0 and with 19 KOs at the time, to defend his WBO featherweight title against Quick. The fight would take place on 10th of March, with the venue likely to be Stubhub Center in Carson, California. On 13th of January, the fight was finalised. Promoter Hearn also tweet the confirmation. Valdez came in at 125.8 pounds at weigh-in for his fourth defence. Quigg, however, came in three pounds over at 128.8 pounds. He was not allowed to re-weigh, according to the California State Athletic Commission. 
if a fighter is two pounds or more over the contractual limit, he would not be allowed to loot the extra weight as he would have been dried out. Any more weight loss could potentially be dangerous to his health. The CSAC fined Quig 20% of his official purse of $100,000 with Valdez receiving half of the money from the fine. Quig's purse was believed to be far more around $500,000 plus British TV rights. Valdez was due to be have his highest purse at $420,000, not including the additional $10,000 from Quig's purse. After a hard-fought 12-round battle which saw Valdez break Quig's nose and in return Valdez have his own front teeth damaged, the final scorecards read 117 to 111, 117 to 111 and 118 to 110 in favour of the Valdez, thus retaining his WBO title. Quig suffered a cut over his left eye in round 5 which caused him issues later in the fight, whereas Valdez after having his mouth busted was seen with blood pouring out in the second half of the fight. The difference in the fight was that Valdez had too much hand and foot speed for Quig and was able to unload on multiple punches on Quig. Valdez's style of a higher punch output also caused him to take a lot of punishment throughout the fight. Valdez was hurt in round 5 from a big left hook from Quig. In round 11, Valdez hurt Quig with a hard headshot in the final 20 seconds. It was in round 11 that Quig began to use his jab more to his own advantage. Valdez was then hurt by a low blow in that round. In round 12, Valdez tied Quig up frequently and used movement to stay out of trouble. Quig was humble in defeat, stating that the better man won, but felt it was closer. ESPN scored the fight for Valdez 115 to 113. They also reported that Quig weighed 142.2 pounds compared to Valdez, who was 135.6 pounds on fight night. CompuBox numbers showed that Valdez landed 238 of 914 punches thrown, and Quig landed 143 of his 595 thrown. After the fight, Quig explained the reason he missed weight was because he had fractured his foot four weeks before the fight and un was unable to run to lose the extra pounds. The card was watched by an average 1.1 million viewers on ESPN. Late Pro Career On 24th August, Matrim announced that Quig would once again fight in the United States this time at the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, on 20th of October 2018, on the Billy Joe Saunders vs. Demetrius Andrade card. On 1st of October, Quig's opponent was announced to be 32-year-old Mexican journeyman Mario Briones. In a scheduled 8-round bout, Quig defeated Briones by a second-round knockout. He hurt Briones with two hard right hands at the start of round two. Quig then landed flurries on Brion's whilst against the ropes, until referee Jean Dal Bianco stepped in and stopped the contest. Brion's 
was not happy about the fight being halted as he was still on his feet. However, gave the referee little choice for not engaging back. Quigg was hit with shots in both rounds as the fight proved to be competitive for how long it lasted. Scott Quigg versus John O'Carroll Quigg hoped to become a two-weight world champion after stepping up to super featherweight to face Carroll. But the Irish Southpaw upset the home crowd by dominating to win by a technical knockout in the 11th round. Quigg said after the fight, this was a must-win fight. On this performance, I don't know what's left. If this is it, thank you. He added, I gave it everything tonight and unfortunately it wasn't there. Taking nothing away from him, the better man on the night. From after the fourth round, I just didn't feel like it was there. I was chasing it. The Bury fighter was fighting for the first time in 17 months and suffered just a third defeat in his 40 fight career. Carroll has improved his record to 18-1-1 with his solitary loss coming when he challenged Tevin Farmer for his RBF Super Featherweight title last March. After recovering with a win over Elise Valenzuela last August, a close contest was expected with Quigg, who held the WBA Super Bantamweight title. But after watching Carroll dominate, Quigg's corner threw the towel in during the 11th round, bringing an end to just his second fight since losing to Oscar Valdez for the WBO featherweight title in March 2018. After the fight, Quigg's trainer Joe Gallagher came in for some criticism on social media for not stopping his man sooner, while ringside analysts were also unhappy. Speaking on Sky Sports, former two-weight world champion, Frampton said his main emotion watching the fight was anger, adding, the towel should have come in, in my opinion, maybe four rounds before it did. I was looking at the corner and shouting from my seat. Trainer Dave Colder all added, I found it so frustrating to watch. He was never in the fight. He just got beat up. Retirement Scott Quigg announced his decision on Instagram after hinting in a post-fight interview he was thinking of giving up on the sport. Unfortunately, last night, referring to Saturday, wasn't my night, and it showed me it was time to call it a day. Quig wrote, Thank you to everyone for the tremendous support over the years. Quig had hoped to become a two-weight world champion after stepping up to Super Featherweight to face Carroll at the Manchester Arena, but the Irish Southpaw upset the home crowd by dominating to a win by a technical knockout in the 11th round. Quigg added, It's been a great journey and I couldn't have given the sport anymore. I've achieved everything my desire, dedication and ability will take me to and I can walk away with my head held high. Hope you guys enjoyed this has been your host pam on boxing daily podcast live stories tune in next time when i tell another story of your favorite fighter thank you for listening guys and girls bye